you saying? She's so fucking feminine and ladylike. She's such a fucking lady. Yes, I am. Hey, ladies, and you are now tuned in to She Knows Podcast, hosted by Miss Brownstone. If you are new, hit that subscribe button. Welcome to the family. And if you are old, welcome back, bitch. <laughs> Tonight, we about to get into some juicy topics. Hey, ladies. So today's episode is entitled... <laughs> I want an alpha, big fish versus little fish. And as always, I tell you how the episode came about, who inspired it, and blasey blasey. So tonight's episode was actually inspired by Joey Badass. He recently was on um, Angela Yee's podcast called Lip Service, where they talk about everything, relationships, and sex. Okay? So he was on there, and he was talking about poly relationships. He was talking about feminine and masculine energy. He was talking about... Um, a lot of spiritual things, but he was he was popping his shit. Capital B, he popped his shit. Okay, and um, it really had me thinking, and I wanted to share this message with you. So before we get into today's episode, I want to put up the clip that got my brain juices flowing, and we will get into some things. So here's the clip. Bow. What's the highest duty of a man? What, the highest duty of a man? Yeah, I'm protection. Protection, like just making me feel like I'm okay, like I'm good with you. So I feel protected Same. in more than one way. So I safe I, I, so and boom. financially so together. A, okay. It go hand Uh-oh. in hand. Providing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. providing. That's, that's what, that? what, what sure. Adam would and say. And supportive mentally. But what would Trump? I mean, no, but what's the highest duty? Not the provide? only duty, but what's the highest duty? Probably provide. That would probably so you mean be financially. I mean, so all right. Yeah. So when it comes to yeah, I got to chill. When it comes to providing. Financially, it's probably the biggest aspect of that in capitalist America, in the yeah. society that we live in. A man has to be able to provide for his family, right? Mm-hmm. That's pretty much every, most women's expectation of a man. And that's most men's expectation of themselves. Mm-hmm. However, that's not the only way a man should, is supposed to provide. A man needs right. to be able to provide mm-hmm. guidance mm-hmm. and leadership. That's, that's for, for me, that's what I, I've For me, what I need yeah. from I a man, say. I need him to provide me with inspiration. That's all I need. Okay, so look, this is, this is the point that I'm getting to. This is the point that I'm getting to. You see, most women haven't come across a man who's able to provide financially and intellectually, spiritually, right, Joey. emotionally, physically, <laughs> all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? So... Of course, at a first glance, it would be like, oh, yeah, I could never do that because most women have not been introduced to that type of man. That's a fucking and, point. you know, to be real, not a lot of these men exist because the way society has groomed us all is corrupted. You know what I'm saying? It's corrupted. Like, society's groomed men to lie. <laughs> Society has groomed players. women to, you know, almost take on this masculine role of today. It's like, let's be real. As a woman, all of y'all. Don't, don't y'all want y'all man to dominate you? Fucking 100%. Right. Yeah. That's all I want. Don't you want your man I to mean, dominate th- you, Reggie? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, financially, no. I fried a chicken. Well, okay. Not not you should chicken. What you I'm mean? a very dominating person. You said not person. financially? Like, I mean, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no. Wait, what I'm saying, like, don't... When you say dominate, I mean... Yeah, I know what I mean. Y'all know what I mean. Don't y'all want y'all man to lead y'all? Don't y'all want to be with a man... Don't y'all want to be with a man... Who yes. y'all know y'all could close your eyes, fall back, this nigga got you. Yeah, right. But I want to be that for him too. Okay, but the thing is, the way natural order works, a real man is not necessarily going to allow a woman to be that for him because that kind of takes away his power. Okay, 
so I wanted to talk about this. Not only did I want to talk about this because I love Joey Badass. If y'all don't know that, like, my number one celebrity crush is 50 Cent and then it's Joey Badass. I just got to say that. So not only because I love Joey Badass, but because overall, this is how I feel, okay? Like, this is how I feel. This is the type of man, what he was talking about is what I want. And I think that at times we get distracted and we think that what we we want doesn't exist, but it does, you know? So I wanted to come on here and I wanted to express how I, from watching this clip and what I have been going through recently, I'm going to go break it down, that I've experienced that I want an alpha male, you know, and... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Recently was on a podcast. I told you I was on um uh Bobbing with Vonte. Y'all can look it up on YouTube. The first episode I was on it. I was a little aggressive, but it is what it is. I was on um Vonte's podcast and we were talking about relationships and things like that. And my message came off very aggressive, but my message still remains the same. I want an alpha. And I, I noticed that about myself. And when she knows podcasts and people that talks to Miss Brownstone, aka Vicky, y'all know my real name, all right. Um, I say all the time that I want a big fish, you know, but that's just my version of saying I want an alpha. That's just what it is. Um, so what do I mean by that? What is a big fish um, versus a little fish? Before we get into that, I want to talk about the overall what is the alpha. So when people think of an alpha male, they think of the strongest, the biggest. They think of physically, you know what I mean, like. The, the biggest nigga on a football team or something like that, or the strongest lion. That's what they think of as, you know, an alpha. But in my mind and in other people's minds, the alpha does not have to be physically the strongest. An alpha can be mentally the strongest. He's the leader. He he runs the pack. You get what I'm saying? Um, he's the most dominant one. Um, he can stand on his own. Or he can stand in a group, but when he stand in a group, bitch, he gonna run that shit, okay? Like I said before, he's he's the manly man. That's what an alpha male is, you know. He's able to solve problems and make decisions, and he's emotionally equipped, you know, to deal with whatever life has to throw at him, you know. Like I said before, it would be nice if he was physically strong, but he can mentally be strong and just be a leader. He is just masculine. He is what I like to call that zaddy. You know what I'm saying? That zaddy energy, that big dick energy. I know what I'm getting here. Um, That's the alpha male. Um, And that's what I like to call a big fish. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we around little guppies and goldfish, you know, in other words, little niggas, but a big fish is like the boss, you know what I mean? He's the one that calls the shots. He's the one that's superior to others. He's the one that can lead. He's the one, you know, that just, he teaches you things. He puts you on to teach me the game, ghost. He teaches you a lot of different things. He's, he's a boss, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, uh, alpha, a big fish is what I would like to call a boss. You know, like top of the food chain on some shark shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, lions and and whatnot. Lions and tigers and bears. Oh my! But yeah, lions and whatnot. So I was on this podcast um with Vante, vibing with Vante, and I was saying, you know, breaking down my thoughts and stuff like that. And I was saying, like, ladies always go after the big fish. And why I was saying that is because like we limit ourselves a lot of times, and you don't have to settle for less. But 
neither here nor there, hearing Joey's uh, point of view on lip service, I'm going to put the link down below so y'all can watch it. It really made me think like, damn, like I'm not, I'm not alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not alone because I want a man like that. And then here it is, a man that thinks like me and that's like, you know, that's like that type of man that I want. He exists. You know what I'm saying? Um, So listening to his his little clip, I want to say little clip, but listen to his episode on, lips, on lip service, it made me realize that that is exactly what I wanted, you know, what I want. And maybe I have a hard time with expressing what I want, but that is the type of man that I want. And I feel like I have always felt like this from the beginning of time. So watching his episode and the way he talks about certain things, like he was talking about, um, you know, um, he was talking about like being submissive and being dominant and he was talking about like getting tied up and things like that. And he was talking about poly relationships and stuff. And it really had me thinking like, oh my God, this is my point of views on stuff this whole time. This is just the type of man that I want. And it does exist, you know, for instance, a lot of people always ask me, oh, Miss Brownstone, you know, when I'm with my homegirls, oh, Miss Brownstone, Vicky, whatever. Like, could you tie a guy up? Like, is that what you into? Would you tie him up? And I'm like. I wouldn't even want to fuck with a nigga that would let me tie him up. You know what I mean? Like, what? Like, I'm going to look at you like you a bitch. You know what I mean? Like, sexually, not to be so, you know, into telling y'all my my uh, intimate business, but sexually, I'm very submissive. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be dominant at all. Like, I want you to take control of me. I'm the type of bitch that you could be like, babe, open your mouth and spit in it. Like, and I'm like, yeah, I'm with the shits. You feel me? Like, I'm just not... I want to be dominated. Like, you feel me? I want my nigga to come in and take control of me. And as I was growing up, I always seen it like, you know, people in my, in my family would say, oh, don't date a Muslim man because he's controlling, he's this, he that. Muslims, the women got to cover themselves up and all this. No knocking nobody's religion. I'm just telling you what I was told growing up. They got to cover themselves up and all this stuff. The man is controlling it. And they walk behind their man. And da, da, da. But as I got older, I'm like, I'm okay with walking behind my man. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I look at him as, like, my protector. Like, whatever is coming, it's going to get his ass first. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the way I just, I started to view life. Like, this is the way I started to view life. And I'm I'm happy that I watched this clip because it just made things a little bit more clearer for me. Because lately, ladies, I just want to tell you about personal business real quick. Just vent to y'all. You know, can I, can I vent? Like, can I get this off my chest? Can I pop my shit? Capital P, I pop my shit. Like, can I do that? I want to tell you that lately, I have not been meeting any guy. Like, mind you, I live in Maryland. I haven't been meeting any guy that really tickles my fancy. I think we talked about this in the Miss Lonely episode. Like, I don't like these niggas. Like, I'm not even finna hold you. Like, they cute and all. I go on dates. You know what I'm saying? Like, I be out here. I do my little ones and twos or whatever. But I don't like them. Like, they mentally, I'm not there. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm, and I know why. I know why. Because I want a man that can teach me. I want a man that can lead me. I want a man that... When he says, yo, we going left, I don't want to be like, well, did you look right, my nigga? Like, are you sure what's on the left? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta, I don't want to question my man. Like, I want him to be, you know, in, in some type of way a superior, and I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Um, these men out here, like, they don't teach me shit. They can't put me on the shit. They don't motivate me. They don't, they don't mind fuck me. Stim like, they don't stimulate my brain. You get what I'm saying? And they don't have anything that make me want to look up to them or inspire to be like them. You know what I mean? Like, 
or you know like just like i want to be the female version of him type shit you know what i mean i don't these i don't see that with these men and i just started to realize like yeah like hearing joey talk it's like yeah i want an alpha that's what it is i mean i'm an alpha woman like you know what i mean i know that about me i run in my own pack you know what i mean i do i, I lead my own thing i got my own thing going that is something that i did realize about me like even when i was younger like i i run the show you know what i'm saying like i was the woman or the girl you know i was the ringleader out of all my friendships i i can't even hold you i was the ringleader i was always the one that you know i was the puppet master you know what i'm saying like that's just me like i'm just the alpha and my mother was always like oh i'm not worried about you falling into peer pressure or getting into a gang or anything like that because you don't need to listen to what the fuck i tell you you know what i mean like i'm gonna do what's best for me and i'm gonna do what i want to do and i'm gonna do it fucking gracefully and i'm gonna do it amazing you know what i'm saying like that's just who i am so off rip i know i'm an alpha but when i'm dealing with men i'm not like that unless you show me that you can't lead you know what i'm saying then then that's different i'm gonna have to you know bum rush you out of your position because you can't handle the fucking role but i tell you one thing it will we won't be together for long you know what i'm saying we will not be together for long but um back to the story at hand yeah listen to joy it made me realize like that is the type of man i want and, and and this is something that i've been battling for months now because like i said dating in maryland i have not found anybody i, I like like that i'm not even gonna lie to you like i have not found anybody like that like at all like it's not giving what it's supposed to be giving you know what i'm saying like it's just not it's just not like i haven't met the type of guy i want now whenever i go and travel out of these states and stuff like that i always run into a alpha or i run into a guy that has the traits of the man i want boom here's a perfect example i'm gonna let i'm gonna let y'all know two examples so y'all know um recently i was in i was in um la i went to um atlanta and i went to florida so i'm gonna give you a character for each trip and this is just crazy this is what happens to me it's like god is slowly giving me sneak peeks of like my child the type of man you want exists okay i'm just trying to show you like you feel me the type of one the type of love you want does exist y'all so i was in miami for the weekend right um we was hanging out me and my home girl whatever we decided that we wanted to go to a club right we get in the club and this guy walks and he looks like pnb rock now mind you we didn't have a section which i did not like but we didn't have a section we was on the ground or whatever you know like regular bitches um chilling having our little drinks and dancing people bumping us it was crazy um so the guy walks he like pnb rock when he walks in i instantly we, we instantly catch eye contact I'm looking at him, he looking at me, I'm checking him out, he checking me out, I'm like, ooh, damn, niggas look good, okay? I really thought he was from Baltimore, though, but I'm like, he looking good. So, we looking at each other, whatever, he comes over to me, he won't leave my side, okay? He will not leave my side. We end up talking, we exchange numbers, da-da-da. So, you know, we see me and my homegirl, me, me and my homegirl, whatever, and he's next to us. We see, like, fucking ten bottles go down the aisle. We, like... What the fuck? Who was popping all these bottles, right? So when it finally gets to the last end of all these bottles, he tapped me and said, you and your homegirl come meet me going in the section. So all those bottles was to his section, bitch. I was just like, we finna be drunk as a skunk, okay? So we go over to his section or whatever, and, um, you know, we was chilling. Like, he, he, he made sure me and my girl had whatever we wanted. You know, we danced. We had a good time. I danced with him the whole time. We talked. We laughed. Everything was chill. When it was over and done with or whatever, like, no, 
actually i'm missing a part um somebody tried to steal my purse bitch so some haitian guy tried to steal my damn bag so he's walking out of our section because the club is closing right so he's walking out of our section or whatever um like he had to walk through our section he came from another section so he's walking through our section and my bag is on the table the man is looking straight walking out but his hand his right hand um was on the side of him and he uses his right hand to slip over to grab my purse and when he grabbed my purse try to like pull it back in slow motion but you know you know you gotta be quicker than that okay especially fucking with a bitch from jersey come on out really nigga i see you at my peripheral like don't play with me bitch <laughs> so i peep what he was doing and i grabbed my bag and i'm holding it so we both got our hand on my bag and he looks up at me and i'm looking at him and i'm like yo you good <laughs> you feel me i'm like you good and he was like yeah 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 i'm just trying to leave I'm trying to leave so pmb rock that's his name for the show right he comes over and he gets in between me and him, but his back is facing the guy, but his front is facing me. And he's looking at me. He rolling his blunt or whatever. He looking at me. So I can tell he's like basically like, give me give me the green light. Like it is what you try to do or whatever. So I'm like, um, you good? A dude like, yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to leave. I said, okay. Mind you, nigga still got his hand in my purse. I'm like, okay. You ain't leaving with this bag though, my nigga. Like, what the fuck? Like, you that's what you not finna do. So He's still holding the bag. I said, but you're not leaving my bag. And we look at each other. So PMB Rock turned around and said, yo, we got problems? Like, everything good? And the dude like, no, 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 we good. We good. I'm just leaving. Da-da-da. So people are like, oh, yeah, all right, good. Go ahead. So nigga leave out, whatever. So PMB like, he's like, I see you hold your own, ma. I'm like, I do. Now, mind you, he say ma and stuff because he from Flatbush. So he like, I see you hold your own, ma. I'm like, I do. I was like, but, you know, I wasn't feeling that, like, Nigga just try to take my bag. You feel me? Like, what's up with that? But I say all that to say, like, he didn't mind getting in between that shit. And he let it be known, like, oh, he wasn't going to leave out the section with your bag. Like, that's just that's what's not about to happen. You know what I mean? That's that type of masculine shit I be liking. Y'all can call it bad boy, whatever. I like this shit. So after that, we still partying, whatever case it be. The club about to close. And he was just like, come on, let's go. Like, get your shit. Let's go. Me and my homegirl go chasing behind this nigga. Like, we going with you, nigga. Like, the fuck? So, I'm following him, following him, whatever. It starts raining. And he had to rush to his car. He said someone's about to go down. He wanted to get his strap, whatever. I heard a gun. I was, I gonna lie, I was a little nervous. But at some, at, like, at the same time, I felt like I was good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know this is going to sound crazy, but at the same time, I felt like I was good. I'm like, he got a gun, what the fuck? But I still was going with him. Like, I didn't feel like anything was going to happen to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just was following his lead. Like, it is what it is. We run to the car. He get the strap, whatever. We in the car, whatever. We pull it back around and go get my homegirl, whatever. He takes me and my homegirl home. We get in the house. Me and him chilling. He took his gun. I put it on the on the counter. You know, da da. The reason I'm telling you about PMB Rock, the point of this is like, he gave instructions, and I did not have a problem with following them. You get what I'm saying? Like when he was like, "Come on, we going in the section." I didn't say whose section is it, but why are we going in the section? Holding me, get my. I just was like, "I'm going with you." Like you know what I'm saying? Like when we was leaving, I he said, "Come on, let's go." I was, I'm going. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't have an issue with taking his you know we letting him take the lead you know what i mean and playing the background he was very dominant you know and it was a show you know that was my first experience seeing what i what, what kind of guy i wanted you know what i'm saying it was just a sample of like yo like if you want a man that can lead you 
You want a man that you don't have to question his decision. You want a man that's going to, you know, do little things like that, but you know for sure you're going to be protected and this is how you want to feel. Oh, it's possible. Like the man is out here. I feel like that was God telling me like he's out here, you know. Um, Another example. Um, After I went to Miami, I went to L.A., right? I met a guy when I was in L.A. Y'all seen it in the um in the clip, right? Um, on my vlog, I met a guy and um, what are we gonna call him? I don't know. What we gonna call him? <laughs> we just gonna call him uh Los Angeles. We call him Angeles. Okay, so we met Angeles. <laughs> it sounds so gay. Okay, we gonna call him L.A. So we met L.A. and. L.A. was, we was vibing. I was in the club by myself. He had his little homegirl, his homeboy with him or whatever. He paid for my drinks. We hung out. Da, da, da. He was like, we going to an after party. Blah, 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 blah. Cool. The thing that I liked about L.A. that why I'm saying like he's the alpha too is because the thing that he did was like, all right, when I told him like, yo, I, I got to go and return my car or whatever the situation was, he made my problems his problems and he came up with a solution instantly it wasn't no oh what you gonna do it was like okay this is what we're gonna do and this is how we're gonna handle this and this is the time we're gonna get there and this is how we're gonna you feel me and he took control you know what i mean he led and that's my thing like i want a man that can lead me not down a rabbit hole bitch but to the fucking light you know what i mean the light at the end of the goddamn tunnel you know what i'm saying he had no problem with that and we went out and a man tried to come at me like oh yeah that's my bitch da, da, da. he wasn't even like he wasn't like or some punk shit, he was like, yo, what you trying to do? Like, we could fight about it. You feel me? He don't even know me. We could fight about it. Like, what you trying to do? That shit turned me on. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. You one of them. All right. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want for nothing when he was with me. I didn't come to L.A. with intentions on meeting this guy. I came to L.A. by myself. You feel me? But I didn't want for nothing when he was with me. He took care of everything. Like, but my best part about the whole thing about him was that whatever my problem was, no matter what my issue may have been, he made it his issue and he had no problem with coming up with a motherfucking solution instantly. Okay. Next trip, we went to Atlanta, right? I don't know if I should be telling y'all this. But when I was in Atlanta, I met a guy and, um, you know, my flight got canceled, da 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 da, delayed, blah, blah. Make a long story short, I met a guy, which I used to flirt with him all the time on social media, da da when we like finally met a person but he was like my problem was his problem and he fixed that shit you feel me like i'm like i don't got nowhere to go like he showed up the next month to my airbnb he he started packing my shit he started packing my shit he said we going let's go you know what i mean i like that like i like being dominant like being not dominant but i like being um a man dominating me you know what i mean like i'm okay with that and i'm okay with not you know having to question your whereabouts you know what I mean? Or question if you can do this, do that. I like that. And the thing about the guy from L.A. was that he also was like, he was teaching me shit. You know what I mean? Like, for the first couple of days I was around him, mentally, he was stimulating my motherfucking mind, bitch. Okay, the shit he was telling me, and he was talking about God and all types of shit. I'm like, ooh, you know what I mean? Put a bitch on. Like, I want to get one with Christ. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was teaching me things, not even just about faith you know he was teaching me things about like passive income and you know like put me on the game and i i really like that in a guy you know that's my thing so when i was recently on the vibe with vante podcast that was the message i was trying to get out i was trying to get out the message that 
A woman wants a man that can lead. A woman wants a man that, you know, she can feel protected with. She wants a man that, you know, can call the shots. A woman wants a boss. A woman wants a big fish. A woman wants an alpha male. Not all women may want this. You know, I'm talking about my type of women because there are women that are dominant as fuck that are very masculine. So for them to work out in their relationship where they can, you know, reproduce and have kids and family, da, 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 they have to be with a beta male. They have to be with a feminine male. You know what I mean, not all men are manly men, you know, but... I just been thinking like, yo, that's the reason why I don't like nobody in Maryland because they're just not it for me. You know what I mean? They're not him in the words of Shaba. And that was another reason why I liked Shaba because Shaba had no problem with taking the like Shaba would sit you down and t- like come up with a game plan which would say, Well, this is what we gonna do. You know what I mean? And I like that shit. Like that's my thing. You know what I mean? Like I love you being able to, me not having to tell you what I want you to do, you know what I mean? Or, like, me not asking, babe, what you think we should do? You like, oh, this is what the fuck is going to happen. This is how we're going to work out, you know what I mean? And you can come up with plans. I'm sick of a motherfucker expecting me to have all the answers. I don't have the answers, Sway, okay? This is not, I'm swaying the morning, bitch. I ain't got the answers, okay? I ain't got it. Real nigga shit, I don't. And I'm just sick of always having to be the leader. I'm just always having to be masculine. I'm sick of niggas around me that's feminine. I'm sick of niggas around me that that can't do manly things. You know what I'm saying? I hate a man that always want to pay and take my car to the shop. You can't get under this damn hood. Like, that shit drives me insane. I don't know how many other people could agree with me, but that's how the fuck I feel. I remember one time I was on the side of the damn road, honey. I was calling my ex like, hey, at the time we was together, D, me and him was together. I'm like, oh, my God, my car is getting towed. What am I going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking he going, you know, help me out. Excuse me. Send somebody to come tow this car. I don't know. He talking about work and he going, he looking for somebody now, whatever. I called this number. This man pulled up. Girl, he had a fucking truck, okay, like a little Jeep, like one of them little white boy redneck trucks, Jeep looking things. I don't know what they call and you know the one with the two seats in the back and you put stuff on the back of it like a pickup a pickup truck he had one of them things this nigga attached my jeep to that bitch honey and po- and told that shit i was like oh this is a manly man like you know what i mean like it was so masculine it was like oh we going we going to get her done we going to get her done you know what i mean like i like that shit um but listen to Joey, it just made me realize that that's the type of man that I want, and it does exist. It made me realize, like, why I was in love with my first and why I was in love with D. Because I felt like with D, okay, let's before, before we're, we're talking too fast. I'm talking too fast. Let me slow this down. Let's reverse. So, before I get into that part, because that's another part what I want to say. Before I get into that part, when I was on the podcast, Levante, I seen somebody put in the comments, I'm your boyfriend, not your father. Right? And the comment pisses me off. And it pisses me off every time I hear that comment. Like when we talk about men being providers and take care of home and putting up the money and da da da. Oh, oh, I'm your boyfriend, not your daddy. Bitch, go suck your mother. Okay? Go suck out your granny. Because at the end of the day, real nigga shit. Women, we look for a person that is like our father figure, okay? We look for a mother like our father figure, especially when it comes to a man. Our first love from the opposite sex 
is a man and vice versa for men. Men look for someone like their mother, okay? That's your ideal first love. If first person ever loved you, hugged you, whatever the case may be, okay? The first man opened your motherfucking door, took you out, and then he showed you how a man is supposed to treat you. So like I said before, go suck the motherfucking air out of my ass. If you think that you are not supposed to play a father figure role in some aspects, that's our, that's what we seen as a man. That's what we seen as our first love. So go fuck yourself, okay? And you know what? Young Thug said it best, and I'm about to insert the clip right here, okay? And then we're going to get into what the problem Sean says. So insert the clip right here. Bye. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The thing the thing you got to do with women, you got to make them, you got to make them feel like you're their father. You know? Like what do you mean exes, by that? My ex is my girlfriend. Like, she like, yo, you kind of make me feel like I'm in the presence of my dad. Right. As long as they got along with their dad. Because, right, 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 yeah. right, right. Unfortunately, um, fortunately, uh, every, almost every girl I dated, ever dated had a, a, real, a real father. Right, because you want to feel secure. You also want to feel like if something goes wrong, he's going to be there to take care of it. That's the first person you call. When something's going down, are you? I want, I want to go back to what you said about you know being the father because a lot of people he, hear that and try to misconstrue it, but it's it's true. Like men should be nurturing and we should be loving and we should be caring and protectors and providers like a father would. That's why I have a you know I got four daughters. When my daughter come to me and you know some man come to me and ask for one of their hand in marriage, I want to make sure that he can do all of those things right for her. Like you know what I mean? Right. So I understand what you meant by that. Right. Exactly. You got to feel, the girl got to feel like warm, you know, like mm-hmm. can't nothing happen to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Once a girl feel like that, that's when you got to, you know what I'm saying? That's when it's great. Mm-hmm. Once, you, once you feel like can't nothing happen to her, when you're around, fucking, she can get drunk as she wants, she can fucking crash the car and right. she's going to be okay. Cause you, you know what I'm saying? Now, I just wanted to use that clip just to support my argument about that you look for somebody like your father. And I really love that clip. I really do because he was saying some real shit. So, um, before I get into my before I get into D and my first love, at a point of time I was dealing with a guy. We're gonna call him Sean Paul. That's what he looked like, and he was Caribbean, right? I was with a guy named Sean Paul, and we were in a long, well, not really a long relationship, but we were kind of long relationship. I lived in Jersey, and he lived in PA, right? And I didn't talk about no Philly PA bitch. We were far from each other, like at least four three hours, right? Um. And he would come to see me, you know, by car or whatever. Or I would drive my Beetle up there to go see him. Make a long story short, he reminded me so much of my dad. And, um, you know, I, I have two different father figures. I had a Haitian man that played a role in raising me. And then I have my actual biological father. I am a biological father. was kind of in and out of jail, you know, whatever case may be. Um, but my dad really fucks with me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, make a long story short, he reminded me of my actual biological father because whenever I was with my dad, no matter what the situation was, my dad will always stop what the fuck he doing and look over and be like, you good? You, you good? You okay? You need anything? And that's how that guy was. He was always like, you good? You okay? You need anything? 
and I it, it really like freaked me out. And mind you, I'm a young girl at the time. I was probably like, what, sixteen, seventeen when I met this guy. You know, but we knew each other from from like back in elementary school. But when we started dating, I was that young. You know, what I mean, like talking to each other. I was that young or whatever. Um, and I remember him doing those things. And I remember saying like, yo, he that's how my dad be. You know what I'm saying? Like what? And um. We used to talk about everything under the sun. And him and my dad's birthday are next to each other. They have the same, you know, sign and everything. And he reminded me so much of my father. And that was the reason why I liked him, because he checked with me like my dad. He was always in and out of some shit. He was always in and out of some shit, like when it came to drugs or robbing, whatever case it be, like my father was. Um, but I really, like, had feelings for this guy. I wouldn't say I felt for him now that I look back. I think I, I thought I was in love at the time, but now I look back at it and I was like, eh, I love my first love way more. I think that was my real first love. Um, but this guy had me head over heels, sis, okay? But it was because of the comfortability of him feeling like my dad. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like when I was with him, he had my fucking back. No matter what. Like, when Young Thug said, you could crash the car and it's going to be all right. Like, I felt that. Like, I felt that. When he said, you could get drunk and it's going to be good, I felt that because... Like I said, he lived in two different states. I drove my car through the fucking rain my first time on the highway all the way to see this man. We went out there, you know, we went to parties together, whatever, and I was the only one in PA. Like, I, I wasn't from there. And we around chicks that ain't like me, you know, and he was on some shit like, yo, I'm with you. Like, you feel me? Like, I beat a bitch ass, I'm gonna beat a bitch ass. Nobody gonna put their fucking hands on you. Like, I smack a bitch with the whole palm. You know what I'm saying? And that's how my dad come. Like, me and my dad go somewhere. One time this lady tried to come at me crazy. My dad was ready to beat the bitch ass. Like, my dad was very, very overprotective of me. Even if he can't beat a motherfucker, he's still going to try. You know what I'm saying? And that's how that guy was. And that's what I liked about him, you know. Um, another thing that he did that reminded me of my dad, it was like, well, that I ended up doing. This is how you show, this is how you learn that, you know, the type of love you get from your parents is what you look for. But what I started to do to him was, when I was younger, my dad would get into the shower, right? And I would talk to my dad all the time. Like, I was glued to my dad's head. So when he would get in the shower, I would stand outside the door and be talking to my father. Like, oh, and if he couldn't hear me through the fucking shower, bitch, I would sit outside the door and faithfully wait for him to come out. I'm talking about crisscross applesauce at the door, wait for him to come out. Me as a woman, not, not a woman, but a little girl, young lady, at 16, 17 years old, I was doing this with the man I was dating. He would go in the shower, bitch, and I would be outside the door with my legs crossed, like, waiting for him to come out because I just wanted to tell him everything. Like, I just wanted to talk to him. Like, like you can hit me over the shower, okay, but I'll wait till you come out. Like, the things I did with my dad, I was doing with him. When my dad would leave the house, I would, like, m- you know, I could be asleep, and I would hear my dad get up and leave. And I would look out the window and watch him leave, you know what I mean? And I would stand by the door and wait till he come home. Like, I did this with the guy I was dating from PA, like, I'm asleep, he get up, he had to go, you know, make some errands, run some errands, whatever case it be, bust some moves, as we say. I can hear him leave the house. And he said he knew that I that I heard him because he will always, his car, his, the way he parked his car, his parking spot at the house was facing his bedroom uh, window. He said when he would get downstairs and get in the car to unlock the door, he would see me looking out the window, looking at him. I would look at that window and watch that car drive all the way off so I couldn't see the car no more. And calculate how long it's going to take him to get home and be waiting by the door for him to come home. That's something I did with my dad. 
that I ended up doing in that relationship, you know, and he loved it about me. Like he was like, he, he thought it was so cute. He thought it was like very childlike, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, Oh my gosh, she really admires me. She really loves me. She really cares for me. And, and, um, that guy, I was able to be my, I was able to be vulnerable with like, I don't know if y'all know, but I drink and I get in my feelings. I think a lot of people drink it in their feelings, but my shit is out of control. Like I am working on it. You know, that's why I stopped drinking hard liquor. Right. Um, y'all know that. I would drink and call this man and just be crying, boo-hoo, crying, like, I want you there with me, like, in my feelings, and he will be on the fucking next motherfucking Greyhound to Jersey, like, he's, the next day I wake up, he there, or he in there, he in the town somewhere, he waiting for me, like, where you at, we need to talk, you know what I mean, and that's how my dad is, you know, and the worst thing is he also had good traits like my dad, and he had bad traits. My dad is the alcoholic, all right? I'm not going to lie to y'all. That's what my, my dad is an alcoholic. Um, it runs in my blood. I'm sad to say this. That's why I tried to cut off the hard liquor because I snap and forget what the fuck or who the fuck I'm even talking to. I ain't going to lie to you. So he was the same way. He would drink. And, you know, he'll be in his, you know, he can handle his liquor, though. But he reminded me of my dad when it came to drinking. My dad, how, how, when it came to certain things and his, the way he moved and stuff. And I was crazy over this guy. Like, I was really, Sean Paul had me in my feelings, bitch. I ain't even gonna hold you. I was in my bag. I was in my motherfucking Duffy, a Louis Duffy. I was in that bitch. Over this guy, I was really feeling him. Um, So I say all that to say, like, for the guy to say, oh, yeah, I'm your boyfriend, not your father. Like, man, if you want a woman that's going to submit to you and look up to you and, t- you know, let you take the lead and all that other stuff and let you be a manly man, as some may say, then you're going to be in a role where you're going to be more of a, a dominant. You're going to be more in a role of, as a superior. And that's when you have those, you know, moments where she's going to look at you as if you're daddy. Like, y'all could get called daddy, but y'all want to get called daddy. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? But those were bum-ass niggas. Like, those, those, that nigga right there, he just, he can't compare with he. He can't compete with he can't compare, so he can't speak on something he ain't never lived. You know what I'm saying? So he don't even count. But here's another example. My first love. My first love, Um, we call him O'Neal. We talked about him before. When I met my first love, I was, what, 15? And uh, we were friends for about a year and some change before we even started dating. And I was in um, summer school because I kept skipping gym class. I was in summer school for fucking gym. I know it sounds crazy as hell. But he would be on my ass about going to summer school. You're going to go, you know what I mean? Like, he would be on my motherfucking neck. He did not care. When when I started dating him and I was in school, he was in college, I was in high school. He was on my ass about my homework. He was on my ass. Like, my first love was not playing that shit, like... I'm not, I'm not, I'm telling y'all real shit. My first love was on my ass about, about my homework. He would sit there and help me with my homework or whatever. When it came, when he would call me, like, did you do your homework today? And I'd be like, um, I didn't do it. I did it. He would get mad. Like, and God forbid if I was at his house telling him I ain't do my damn homework, girl, he would put me across his lap and spank me. I know it sounds sexy, don't it? But yeah, <laughs> really though, he would put me across his fucking lap and spank me. Like, and he was, you know. It's kind of like what your dad would do, right? You know, like a father figure. My first was that to me. In many aspects, he was. When it came to teaching me how to get money and telling me about worrying about myself and being selfish and, and wanting more out of life and telling me that I can have whatever I want, he did that. You know what I mean? And that's something that my father would do. That's something that your dad would do, you know? 
um, that's how he was with me. And I love that about my first, you know. Um, another example, my ex-boyfriend, D. D, what I love about D and to this day, you know what I mean, even though we're not together, I can call D and he's going to come running. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can tell this man I don't feel safe. I need you. He's going to pull up. And that's how I look at my, you know, like your dad. That's how you look at your dad. Like, I can get in a car with this man, like Young Thug said, and be drunk as fuck and crash the car and know everything's going to be okay. Like, girl, I got drunk inside a strip club one time. Drunk, pissy drunk. Called D. He pulled up. He had his cousin drive his car. He drove my car. I mean, sure I got home. Another time I got drunk, somebody put some shit in my drink. Though. It was bad. He came in the club and dragged me out. I mean, put me on his shoulders and dragged me out that bitch. You know what I mean? Like, he's protective over me. Like, we go to a club right now. I don't give a fuck if he got a girlfriend. If I'm in a spot and he in a spot and he see me, he on my ass like white on rice. And he going to make sure nothing happened to me. He ain't going to let no dude talk to me. He ain't going to let nothing go wrong while I'm right there. Like, you know what I mean? Nobody going to try to fight me, touch me, nothing. It's not even sniff me when he's around. And that's how you look at your dad. Like, your dad was always the protector and the provider if you came from a really good household. You know what I mean? Or you had a father figure, period. Your dad provided you with love. He provided you with support. He supplied you with stability financially, emotionally, physically. He was there. You know what I mean? Protection. That's what your dad did. So... It's just so crazy to hear this guy say, I, I'm your boyfriend, not your father. Shut the fuck up because it's going to be times where I'm going to be talking to that little boy inside of you. You know what I mean? I'm going to be that nurturer for you. I'm going to be that mother figure, not smothering you, but maybe mothering you at times. That's going to happen. And that's why you're going to love this shit out of me. You know what I'm saying? And vice versa. So that's bullshit. Um, another thing, too, like that I realized from watching Joey Badass clip. And Young Dub clip is like, yeah, I do want, I do want an alpha, and I noticed that with my male best friend. Y'all might have heard me talk my male best friend in the episode. You say he's just a friend, um, and I came out and I confessed that I, I, I'm not saying I was in love. My best friend won't say that, but I liked my male best friend, and I was hoping that it would work out, but it didn't work out. And I was like, I'm never going to say anything to him, whatever. I never told him. He actually heard the episode. It is what it is. Um, but we're still close. We're not as close as we used to be after the episode dropped, but we're still close. We still have a relationship that I, he's on a lot. Of, he's on a lot of my episodes on this podcast. It is what it is. Shout out to him. Um, but I realized that from him that I want an alpha because of my ideal guy is literally like my male best friend. Like my male best friend, like my ideal guys like him. Like my male best friend puts the battery in my backpack all the time. Like I'm telling you right now, I can call this man and be like, yo, I'm about to jump off the motherfucking bridge with it. And he'd be like, go ahead, you got it, sis. Don't worry about nothing. You gonna be all right. You ain't know you had uh, wings built in you. This ain't shit. You know, God ain't gonna give you more than you can handle. You got this. Go ahead, fly, nigga. Fly, go ahead. Do you. You an eagle. Like, that's how he is. And I want that in my man, you know what I mean? And my male best friend pumps me with so much joy and so much support and so much motivation. Like, it's crazy. My best friend, like, she knows podcasts, Miss Brownstone, this is all his workings at times, you know what I mean? And I, and I give him the thanks. I tell him that all the time. But he been telling me from the crack of dawn, from the beginning of time, start a YouTube, start a podcast, tell your stories, tell your side, tell your point of view. People want to hear it. You want to have a platform. You're going to have an audience. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be great. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. A lot of girls are going to look up to you. He's been telling me this. He was on some shit like, yo, 
you know what? You just record it and I'm going to edit it because I'm telling you, you're going to be great. You know what I mean? He believed in me. And that's what I was assumed that that would a dad would do. You know what I mean? And most dads believe in their daughters at the end of the day, you know. Um, but not only just a dad, but an alpha. You know what I mean? My male best friend, if we go somewhere, I don't question what the fuck is going down. Like, it's been times when he pull up, like, yo, get in the car. We going da-da-da. Or, or get in your car and follow us. I don't know where the fuck we going. I've been following nigga for, like, two hours. I don't know where we going. But I know that whatever it is. It's beneficial to the both of us, and it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good vibe, and I know he's not going to put me in danger. You get what I'm saying? Um, That's why I look up to him. And my best, my best friend, he teaches me a lot of shit, like editing and all types of things. My best friend teaches me so much stuff. I, I really learned from just watching him, and that's what our ideal guy is like. I want my ideal guy to be motivating. You know, I want my ideal guy to be supportive. I want my ideal guy to be teach, like, teaching me, you know what I mean? Be a leader. Be an alpha. Be dominant. That's what my ideal guy would be like, you know. Be a boss. Be a big fish. My best friend has not had a job since we graduated fucking high school. That was 2014. That man has not had a job since. That was his first job, actually, when we graduated high school. He worked at um, Hot Topic. That was his first and his last job. That man makes so much fucking money, he couldn't even get a damn stimulus. He he didn't even, he wasn't even qualified for the damn stimulus check, okay? And he and that's a big deal, you know what I mean? For some of y'all, like, oh, well, that's not that big deal because of that. But for somebody that's an entrepreneur, at the age younger than 25 and you make too much to receive a motherfucking stimulus check and you make enough money to put a roof over your head and pay for that damn BMW you driving, nigga, you are the shit. And don't you let nobody else tell you otherwise. You know what I'm saying? My male best friend is a fucking boss. Like, dead ass. He's a fucking, he's a shark. He's a shark. And I remember sitting on the phone and telling him, like, you know, after he heard the episode, I was like, yo, like, I really wish we could work out because, you know, I want a boss and you're the only boss I know. And he was like, yo, you going to get a boss. He was like, it may not be me, but you're going to get you a boss. Trust me, this ain't your first and last time running to a boss. He said, you're going to be a boss and you're going to get you a boss. And I believe that shit. That nigga could talk, yo, that nigga will commit you. To, he will talk you to doing some shit you would never fucking do before. Like, that nigga could, could sell salt to a snail, real shit. But just motivational wise or whatever. But um, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm just saying all this to say that your ideal love is out there. Um, learning what type of man you want and what works for you and what you're willing to do. What turns you on. That's why you need to date multiple guys. You can watch these guys and date them and figure out what you do and you don't like in a guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that wraps this up. Um, I'm going to put the clip below so you can go check out the lip service episode. And check out the one with Ari too, because even Ari was talking about like money back yo has changed her and he teaches her so many things and stuff and this is the happiest she ever been. Like we always look down on men like they can't lead us or teach us, but if you really think about it, a lot of this shit was created off men's backs. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that to say they're the prize. I would never tell you that. We are still the prize, honey. But I'm saying that to say that we are yin and yang and we need each other. You know? But as always, ladies, keep it classy and I look forward to hearing from you guys next time.